welcome to Jump, into Catholicism, relationships, and more. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ellie, and this is our podcast where we talk about what we love about Catholicism, how to best navigate all of your relationships, and other topics we're passionate about. We cannot wait for y'all to join our coffee date. Hey guys, welcome back. This is are going to be our 10th episode this week and so we're very excited i feel like this is a big milestone for us so we've really come a long way i feel like (laughs) we're at the double digits now so you know as always ellie do you want to start with your rose Uh, sure so my rose is that last night i found out that abraham lincoln and ronald reagan are both nines on the enneagram and i'm also a nine and they're like my two favorite presidents (laughs) so if you guys don't know me or know anything about me. I just love U.S. history. I always have since I was little. Like, I think I read every single Abraham Lincoln book they had at my library when I, I was believe younger. that. Yeah, I like, my <laughs> dream was to go to this Abraham Lincoln Museum in Springfield, Illinois. And, like, I tried to convince my parents. So, huge Lincoln fan. But <laughs> it just really made my night. And I was like, man, I could be president one day. You could. I would vote for you. Thank you. Uh, I think my rose this, for this past week is that... Um, one of my good friends, Evan, you know, who was on the episode a couple of weeks ago, um, he came back into town to, like, finish moving out all his stuff. And it was, it was kind of fun because we were both, like, finishing moving up. And it was just really good to see him. And I was able to grab coffee with him this morning, which is just really nice to be able to have that quality time with him yeah. before, like, he leaves and starts his work as a focused missionary. Yeah, it was so good to see him and, like, send him off in a way. I know. But, um, so my thorn is that I just haven't gotten enough sleep the last two days. Amen. We've had some late nights, which has been good. It's been, like, fruitful nights, but I'm just very tired. We're drinking coffee right now to kind of keep us going. It's cinnamon but. churros. Not scented. <laughs> flavored, but it smells so good. I recommend it. Fresh Market, right? Yes, Fresh Market. They have the best coffees. Mm-hmm. So my thorn is that I just have all these bruises all over my body. Um, they're all over my legs. There's some on my hips. Um, there's some on my arms. And it's probably from moving all my furniture. <laughs> but it just looks like I was in a boxing match or something. <laughs> but people were, like, boxing my legs and arms. Interesting technique. <laughs> I know. That's one way to get them. <laughs> I bruise so easily, too. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Somebody just pokes, like, presses my hand too hard. I get a bruise, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so my bud is that at mass this weekend... Our pastor gave a pretty good homily, I'd say. Just, he kind of mentioned how, he talked a lot about, like, amateur prophets. Was it mm-hmm. from the book of Amos, from the first reading, about how he wasn't necessarily, like, the best prophet, but he yeah. loved what he was doing. So our priest really highlighted how, like, we're not all called to be, like, super great and, like, super wise, like, <laughs> know it all. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to know every single book. We don't need to know every single verse in the Bible. We don't need to know everything from the catechism. Like, some of us are called to do that. You know, obviously some people are called to go to the seminary, but not all men are called to go to the seminary because, you know, we need husbands. Yeah, yeah. We need families. But so that's kind of just nice to hear because Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always a big pressure to, like, need to know everything. But in reality, we'll never be able to know everything. And it's okay because some of us just aren't called in that way yeah i think it really was like such a good homily and i mean shout out to father tom yeah and i feel like that really like stuck with me because a lot of times i feel like when i don't know enough about the catholic faith i'm like 
oh, I'm not like that good of a Catholic then. I'm like, I don't know that much. Mm -hmm. But like really it boils down to like, you know, your personal relationship with God and like, do you follow like the laws he's written for us and do you love him and do you believe in him? And Mm -hmm. it's good to like have that kind of like reality check. Like that's really what's important. If you don't know every verse, if you're not in the religious life, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you're still like doing what God is calling you to do. Mm -hmm. So it was very good. Like I think he said, like as long as we have that love and we love what we're doing and we're proclaiming the word, mm-hmm. and, and then that's all really. Yeah, what we need to be doing. Well, that was a really good bud. <laughs> My bud is that so this week before I start work, I want to take this opportunity to try out some different like daily mass times throughout the week in different churches and kind of see what's a good fit, what could potentially work with my work schedule and just things like that. So I'm really excited to just like try out new churches and like see what the vibes are everywhere and just get to experience God in the Eucharist. Yeah, so that'll be so fun. I know. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you. So this week, our topic is going to be for the girl or guy who wants to be in a relationship, but you aren't. And I feel like that's a very common problem in our like society nowadays is everyone has this desire to just like be with someone else and be in a relationship because, you know, we are made for relationship and we are made to have that, those intimate connections with people. But like, what do you do when you're just sitting and waiting and you're waiting for a man or you're waiting for a woman to come into your life and you want that to happen, but it's not happening. So we're going to kind of dive into that in like things you can do while you're waiting. Yeah, I think it's really important because I feel like a lot of us are like college students, so you always think, if I'm not in a relationship right now, I'm not going to get married, or like, if there's no prospect, then I'm just going to be single the rest of my life, but in reality, that's not true. Like, we're all young. Even though when you're 50, you're young, you can still <laughs> meet your husband or your wife. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has a different story, and just because society tells you, like, oh, you need to be married and have kids by the time you're 30, that's not really everybody's life. That's not what's going to happen for everybody. A lot of my friends, they're in like these long relationships and then they get married. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, so like, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? But there's not a guy in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, yeah, navigating that. And so basically like what we're going to talk about is just like how to like, yeah, best prepare yourself. So do you want to start us off, Ellie, on a way you could prepare yourself for your future spouse? Yeah, I think one way for sure that I've just been reflecting on is just having a good prayer life. Because when you think about it, marriage and relationships, you're are meant to lead each other closer to God, lead each other to heaven. And it's like, how are you going to be able to do that if you don't have a good prayer life, if you don't have a good relationship with God before you get into a relationship? Because you just can't, it's not good. Because I think some people think like, oh, maybe once I'm married and have kids, we always hear that. Like, that's when I'll focus on my faith. That's what I used to say when I was younger, when I didn't take yeah. it as seriously. But that's just such a bad foundation when you really think about it. Because like, you can't really have your relationship depending or with God dependent on somebody else because that's your thing and it's beautiful when you're able to get married and to like invite your spouse into that relationship with God but you can't solely dependent on that person because if you're not married you can break up and then what's gonna happen after that because your relationship with God's not gonna be looking too hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm really glad you like mentioned that Ellie because I feel like that's something that I have struggled a lot with in the past. You know, I'm kind of under the impression that a guy in a relationship is the one who's supposed to lead. And you know, when you get that mindset, it's it's a good mindset, but also when like you don't use it correctly, it can turn bad. And so I'm like, okay, the guy is supposed to lead me in a relationship in prayer to closer to God and like all these things. And yes, he is, but he's not supposed to get me from zero to 100. Yeah. I have to put in a lot of the work myself. And 
that is something I noticed like in my last relationship, I did not have that prayer life beforehand on my own. And so it really was not fair to the person I was with. And it wasn't fair to myself because I did not have that relationship with God. And I mean, if we're above all, it was not fair to God. It was not fair to him. And so, yeah, I think just working on your prayer life and really developing that relationship with God is so good because when it comes down to it, if you want a godly man, you need to work on being a godly woman and developing that relationship with our father, with dad. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I just think it's very important too. I think something that we always hear, not even just in the Catholic sense, but just in the secular world of guys who are like, oh, well, I'll just have fun now. Or even girls are like, oh, I'll hook up. Like, you know, like, go from relationship to relationship, and then once I'm ready to settle down, that's when, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I'll stop partying, I'll stop having just this bad lifestyle, but like you said, like, if you want a godly man, you need to be a godly woman, if you want a godly woman, you need to be a godly man, it's not, it's not healthy, it's not good to have that mindset of, oh, I'll do that when I'm ready, because you're not going to be attracting this person that you want to end up marrying if you're not living that lifestyle beforehand. Like in order to have a good, strong relationship, you need you both need to be in a good place. You both need to be independent with each other and be responsible and be just good, virtuous people. Yes. Just in any yeah, sense. Yeah, I agree. Your spouse is going to end up being like the person you are closest to on this earth. And so when you think about that, you were just like, and how much you are going to love and cherish them, you start to realize like they deserve the best person possible. If this is a person you're meant to be with, you want to give them the best version of yourself. And you can't do that if you're just sitting around waiting for them and then saying, okay, now I'm gonna prove now that I have them. You have to be constantly improving and constantly improving for God, for yourself, and for your future spouse because it's what all all three of those people deserve. Yeah. Also, that's just what life really is all about. It's all about your growth Mm because you're not really living if you're not growing, you're not trying to be a better person because what kind of lifestyle are you living if you don't want to continue to strive to be better? Because we're all human. We're not perfect. So everybody can be better no matter what you're going through, no matter what state of life you're in. So it's important just to keep that mindset. Yeah. And I think like another thing is if you are going from relationship to relationship, trying to find someone, or you're waiting for a certain someone, or you're just waiting in general, and you're not forming relationships outside of that with your girlfriends if you're a girl and your guy friends if you're a guy. You're like really missing out on I feel like such a big part of your life that could use your investment while you're single. Being single is a huge gift and I feel like it really gets overlooked because we're just such a relationship centered culture, which is good, but also like it's important to realize just like what you can do as a single person that you can't do when you're in a relationship or married. And I don't know if like how many of you guys are familiar with Focus and Focus Missionaries, but the first year of their work, they do a dating fast. And part of the reason is so that they are not like distracted by dating so they can form those good intentional relationships with the people they're discipling. And I feel like that's just a really important thing to remember because I feel like, you know, Ellie and I really didn't become friends until I was single. And then like (laughs) we, we really start to invest in each other and it's something that I'm glad I was able to like become better friends with you and be able to grow that relationship. And it's just something that we wouldn't have had such the time for if I was in a dating relationship right now. Yeah, it's definitely important to keep in mind that you need to find your bridesmaids before you find your group. Yes, yes. Just like, it really is so fruitful just being able to invest in other people or other girls. It's just so important to make those intentional friendships 
and to have good girl friendships, mm-hmm. I think, because really they're there to support you. And I know that a lot of times there's some girls who just put their identity in being attractive to men or having their identity in how men see them, mm-hmm. that they lose track of the importance of girl friendships, girls supporting each other and just growing in virtue and growing in love with the Lord because they're so caught up in, oh, I just want all the guys to like me or I need a relationship because I don't know how to live with myself without it. And so I think really being single helps you in just being confident in who you are and knowing who you are because if you don't know like every, like your desires, know your virtues, know what you stand for, you really can't be in a good relationship because definitely like, you can't you can't create those because of how a guy sees because that's not that's just not healthy to have everything that you know and everything that you like because a guy told you that that's what he likes. That's not good. The same, I feel like, can be said. Guys, like, if you are wanting a girlfriend and you're wanting, like, a girl to take care of and you're just desiring that, that is, I mean, these are great desires and these are things that, you know, you should be desiring because that's how you're made. That's how God created you. But, like, yeah, use this time. Invest in your guy friends. We need more guys uplifting guys. We need more girls uplifting girls. And, like, now is the time where you can really do that because when you do start to date someone, they kind of become your priority because you are discerning marriage with them and in a marriage you two are like the number ones for each other so like you do have a different role when you're in a dating relationship than when you're single so it's really just i feel like such a blessing to be able to take advantage of like the extra time you have where you can really spend it on people who like maybe really need you during this time i think you really just need to be mature and before getting into a relationship because mm-hmm. if you're just so focused on wanting that comfort within a relationship or like you just want somebody to take care of if you're a guy or for a girl you want just somebody to take care of you and lead you mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter who that is that's not fair to that person that you're in a relationship with because honestly you're saying oh i just want any guy who will take me yes but it's like that's not you should have higher standards for yourself because you're worth more and it's also not good for him because you're really not loving him like if you're really in love or if you really love somebody else you don't want anyone else you just want that person yeah in the end in a marriage you're only going to want one person so if you're just going around dating whoever will take you that's just not fair for anybody in that within your relationship yeah and i feel like sometimes it's like you just feel so ready to date someone and you feel so ready to enter into your vocation and you just desire that greatly and i think something to remember is like a relationship involves two people three if you know if you're counting god Mm -hmm. and if you know one of you isn't ready then like there's no way the relationship will work you both have to be ready and it has to be in god's timing because god's timing is the best timing he knows what's best for all of us (laughs) believe it or not he knows more than we do so (laughs) but he's kind of the creator (laughs) he knows what he's doing (laughs) yeah so if like you just feel so ready And you're like, why hasn't God placed this man into my life yet? Like, why am I not in a relationship? Why do I not have a husband yet? Think about your husband. Or if you're a guy, think about, like, your future wife. Maybe they're not ready. They are not emotionally ready or they're not, like, spiritually ready. And the best thing you can do for them in that moment is pray for them. Pray for your future spouse every day. Or if you're, you know, discerning religious life, pray to God for that. You're, like, you're calling. And, yeah, just be sure to, like, use that power of prayer to really help prepare their hearts for what God's plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just read what this other girl that we follow, she has her and her, and her friend have a podcast, <laughs> but she had just gotten engaged and she had said about how 
her fiance now had continuously prayed for his future wife, just that she would, when they met, she would be able to love him Mm -hmm. and that she was in a place to accept him and that they could really just love each other. And before they met, she had said she was happily single, you know, she had just moved to a new city and she was content with herself. Mm -hmm. And then they met and she, she wasn't even thinking about like a relationship because she was just so happy. But then like they met and she was ready to love him, even though she was like she wasn't looking for that. Yeah. It's like they saw how their prayers were answered and just made them be able to have such a strong relationship. Like she just really encouraged everybody to like, if they're thinking of marriage, because obviously like, maybe you're not called to marriage, but like to say, you know, if this is my calling, this is my vacation, just I pray that, you know, like, my husband's healing. My husband mm-hmm. is when I meet him or it's in your time, just that. Yeah. We'll be able to love each other. And I think it's also just like important to note, like what you said, like she was happily single. And that is the beauty that we all need to strive for when we are single. Like I mentioned earlier, being single is a gift and we need to use that to our fullest potential. And so if we are just like constantly waiting for someone, we're not using the gift of singleness to do something good. You know, when you're single, you've time to go volunteer more. You have time to maybe go to daily mass every day. Whereas if like you have five kids, maybe you don't have that time or you aren't able to. And so it's really like such a blessing in disguise, I feel Mm -hmm. like, because you are, you're able to live out your best life and become fully prepared for your future vocation. And I just think it's so beautiful and it's something you need to recognize, like while you're waiting for God's answer to what he wants you to do and like his timing is just, yeah, using singleness to the fullest advantage, Mm -hmm. going to mass as much as you can, praying as much as you can, helping out um, those in need as much Mm -hmm. as you can. Just the extra time you have that you're single that you don't usually do. You need to be happy and fulfilled by that. And then you never know when God will drop your spouse in front of (laughs) you. Like it could be any day. I think it's also important not to be so caught up when you're single of like, oh, is this guy just met my future husband? Like, are we going to get married? Like every single guy (laughs) who walks in, you wonder. Mm -hmm. Because really that's not fruitful for anyone. You can't really... Just be content with yourself, but that's all you're absorbed in. It's not healthy and it's not good. I'll be blunt. I love it. <laughs> you have your blunt statements. And another thing that I had just read about was about how um, it's important just to accept each other and accept, like, when you're in a relationship, when you're in your marriage, to accept the gift of your spouse because God is really just, he's literally giving you one of his children to love and to care for and to just live with, which is crazy. It's That's so, so beautiful. beautiful. Yes. But yeah, I said about how we just need to be so gracious for that because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not a mom, but <laughs> I can imagine like giving somebody my child would be so hard. And like, you really just need to trust somebody and like trust that they're going to love them endlessly. And that's yeah. what God's doing in a marriage and in relationships when he places people into our lives. So it's just important to to not be like using people because everybody's a child of God and that's how he sees all of us. And so especially in relationships when you're jumping, when you're just dating for fun or like not with a purpose, it can really get caught up and you're not really accepting God's gift. You're not very gracious for the gift of his child. And I know you mentioned earlier that sometimes you just feel like you're ready for a relationship and you feel like you're ready to be married and you're like, why hasn't it happened? And Sometimes I think God likes to test us mm-hmm. and God likes to give us the gift of growing in the virtue of patience because patience is such like a beautiful thing. And a lot of times I feel like we're like, yeah, we're ready for a relationship, 
But then when it doesn't happen, we get impatient. We're like, why isn't it happening? Why am I not dating someone? And maybe it's because we don't have patience. God knows that. God's like, you need to have the virtue of patience because it is such an incredible thing that you need to use in a marriage and then when you're like a mother or a father because marriage isn't always easy. Being a mother or father isn't always easy and you really need that gift of patience. And so, you know, you could think of this time as now as like, you need to grow more in patience because patience is so beautiful. And, you know, when you just meet someone who doesn't lose their temper and doesn't get upset easily and just like will sit with you, and if you try to explain something and like the other person's not getting frustrated, you really admire that person. And it's because they have patience. And so just pray to God for patience if this is you and it'll really help you in the long run, whether it's like in a marriage or like as like a parent, because it'll really pay off. I think also when you're in that time of like, oh, I think I'm ready, or like you know that you're ready to be into in a relationship, but you're not. It's just giving you more time to trust in God and it's really helping you to work on that trust because he really does have everything in his plan and his plan will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it's just all in his timing. So you really just need to trust in him because everything will work out. So basically to summarize everything we've just kind of talked about, I feel like the biggest thing is that if you want a relationship and you're not in one, just prepare yourself to have a better receptive heart for your future spouse and improve yourself so you can become a closer child to God because that's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just having that growth and wanting to continue to grow is just such a good thing to have because when you meet that person that you're supposed to marry, like, that's so cool to know. Like, I just loved you so much before I even knew you that I just wanted to be the best version of myself before yeah. allowing you into my life. And so, honestly, that's what keeps you going to wanting to be a better person. Let that be it. But just trust in God's time. Everything will work out. Yeah. Work on your relationship with him. Work on your relationship with others. Work on your relationship with yourself. Do things you enjoy. And just pray for yourself your future spouse, and know that we just need to trust in the Lord and He will provide. He will do what's best for us. We are so excited to jump into our next topic with you. 